in the high desert in the great American Southwest. I'm Art Bell. Slamming into your radio like a supercharged nanoparticle of unopinion. My name is George Knapp. I'm Richard Serrett. This is Connie Willis. I'm George Norrie. Welcome to Coast to Coast Day. It's great to be here. Welcome to Coast to Coast PM, the number one unofficial Coast to Coast AM podcast. We are a podcast where two brothers analyze the world's largest overnight paranormal radio show known as Coast to Coast AM. My name is Paul, here with my brother Chris for the special patrons only episode. Oh, that's right. I forgot this was just patrons, dude. So uh, happy to be here, Paul. (laughs) Do you not want to do your intro? No, dude, I don't do intros on the Patreon, dude. This is for the good. This are close friends, dude. Oh, I, I liked it, though. All right. Well, we were going to do I'm the George R.R. R. Martin to your book six of A Song of Ice and Fire, and that it's taken us almost a year to give you this episode. Over a year, Chris. Over a year. Oh, over a year. Oh, my Lord. It is. I can't believe- yeah. It's almost October. We've been doing this podcast for over a year. I know it's a little shocking. We have not talked Mel's Hole since July of 2022 to the point where I had to repost the first Mel's Hole in the Patreon just because I was worried that people either hadn't listened to it at all because it was episode eight, if you can believe that. Episode eight? Yeah. And as you know, we've gotten a lot of listeners since episode eight, and I don't know if everyone's listened to the archive. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that's going early in, too. Yeah. Great job uh, producing this, Paul. You know, that's what I'm here for, Chris, uh, for just the del- the reason why people have stayed with us for so long is because they've been waiting for Mel's Hole Part 2. That's um, right. We're going to see a serious drop off of the listener <laughs> uh, retention. Well, don't worry, because there are hours and hours of Mel Hole, Mel's Hole, Chris. There's like five or six total hours of Mel. And... Um, this is only going to be part two. This is going to be a three-parter. So, you know, expect part three next year, probably. <laughs> maybe maybe December of 2025. We'll yeah, up. I was going to say in a decade, we'll give you part three. No, I'm kidding. What I want to do, because we're, we're getting into Spooktober, that starts next week. So um, I want to do part three in November, so there's not such a long delay. Right. Perfect. But that sounds awesome. We'll get there. Uh, but as always, thank you for being a Patreon subscriber. You keep the show running. We love you. We love you so much more than those peasants on the public feed. Absolutely, dude. Moochers. Straight up moochers, man. But, you know, these are the real OGs here hanging with us yeah. on Patreon. So, Chris, Number one fans. are you ready to get into Mel's Hole Part 2? I got to know what happens, dude. You've left me on a year-long cliffhanger. So actually, I'm kind of curious. Do you want to do a recap of part one? Just like in maybe two or three sentences. Can you recap part one for us if you remember at all? So we got Mel who's up in Oregon and he finds a hole in his backyard that people have just been throwing trash in for decades, apparently. And so he finally decides, hey, I wonder how deep this thing goes. He has put in about what, like a hundred miles of shark fishing rope. I think it was around eighty. Naturally, had because he was a (laughs) shark fisherman as well. Yeah. 
And so, and I remember specifically Art being a little upset because he was putting uh, old uh, television ray tubes down into the hole, which Art was very ticked off because he's like, I think you're going to have an EPA problem there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, because there's groundwater and you're not going to throw television tubes down holes. Yeah, because there's like radium in them. Yeah. That's like pouring just like oil down a hole or like, oh, I don't dude, know, it's just bad things. It's actually worse because there's nuclear material. Oh, is for real? Yeah, I'm pretty it's sure. Well, there you go. Don't do that. And the, the only other piece I'll add to that, though, Chris, is that he did also share a story about someone who threw their dead dog down the hole yes. that then came back to life. Yes, I forgot the pet cemetery aspect of it. Yes, so a little pet cemetery, but you know, relatively tame. I have a bottomless hole, and I can't find the bottom of it with my shark fishing line. And the only other correction I'll add in is that it was in Ellensburg, Washington, not Oregon, but basically oh, the same. Yeah, Pacific Northwest. That was close enough. Same thing. I also remember Art being very, very on board to have an expedition down the hole to send people into the hole. Yeah. He was very into it. And he had a lot of callers who were volunteering to go down in cages as well, which That's was right. quite fun. That's right. That's right. So, uh, okay. So Mel convinces art to go on the show again. So Chris, the way that we ended our last episode is that art had gotten a second fax from Mel claiming that he had gone back to his property one day and it was barricaded up. There were a bunch of people there, like with guns, military personnel, and they were not allowing him onto the property, claiming that there was a plane crash, even though Mel didn't see any smoke, right? So right. they wouldn't let him back on. And when he was like, well, it's my property, you have to let me on. And then they started threatening that they were going to find a drug lab on the property <laughs> to keep him off. That's right. Yeah, they were yeah. starting the. uh it would be a really bad, it, it would be a, a shame if something bad happened to you. Yeah, so they were being real sketchy about it, and he got a little scared off, right? Right. So let's jump into the interview with Mel. This is the second interview with Mel where the government has now taken over his property. Uh, since what they had originally there was a barrier, not a barrier, but just armed armed uh, soldiers, basically. Armed soldiers. Armed soldiers uh since then they have erected some um further down the road i mean you can't even I, I mean basically there's the road there's the access road and then finally kind of meander into the property okay. they now have jersey barriers at the road what are those uh, jersey barriers those are uh they're kind of like big chunks of concrete Oh, like the, like the bomb barriers they have at the White House, uh, kind of more or less. So you could you could squeeze maybe one one vehicle through there, but it's uh, you know, definitely being controlled over there. Now this is your property, right? You've this got the is, deed to this property. This is well mine in the banks. <laughs> well, you're you're in the bank, you know, We're all in the same situation. Um, um, holy cow, dude! All right, so they're like setting up a military installation at Mel's house. Yeah, they've just taken it over entirely. Yeah, they eminent domained the bottomless pit. Yeah, and I think it's a little convoluted in terms of where he lives, 
Because it doesn't seem he is living in that exact location. He seems to have a chunk of land that he's on. So I think they've taken over that chunk of land, at least, uh, which did have some different structures and what on it. What do you think the military would want to do with the bottomless hole, Paul? What wouldn't they want to do, Chris, with the bottomless hole? They want to find the reptilians, potentially. Um, But, I mean, honestly, that is a good question. Because this is allegedly brought on by the interview that Mel did on Coast to Coast AM, right? That there's a direct line. He came on. He talked about the hole, even though the hole was known about for decades before he was even on the property, right? All of his neighbors knew about it. He comes on the air, talks about it, and then the military takes it over. So that means that someone was listening to Coast and said, yep, we need to take over this bottomless hole. No, what, what that tells me is that they must know something about bottomless holes. That had to have triggered some alarm somewhere, right? Because otherwise, like, why would they care? Well, we always have to go to the fact, Paul, that Mr. Mel could be some telling some tales. Hey, it's Paul. You probably know the drill by now, but you've been listening to an exclusive patrons-only episode preview. If you want to hear the whole thing, there is only one way that you can do that. I wish I could tell you there were other ways, right? I wish that this were just pasted all over the internet, but I can't tell you that because we got to pay our bills and uh, you can help us pay our bills instead of just living on this public feed, dude. You can join the prestigious, the elite crew that is on patreon.com slash coast to coast PM supporting this podcast day in, day out, keeping us on the air keeping our lights on, keeping our recorders running. If you like the show and you want to make sure that we continue going, that we stay ad-free, because I hate ads. We all hate ads. Ads freaking suck, dude. I actually stopped listening to podcasts because they have ads, right? Because I just don't want to listen to them. I don't want to listen. I would rather listen to maybe some cool, exclusive, patrons-only content that doesn't have any ads. I know what you're asking yourself. Hey, Paul. There's so many different subscriptions I got out there. How am I going to afford this one, right? I just signed up for Netflix recently. It's like 15 bucks a month. That is insane. Well, guess what? Our subscription is only $2 a month for three bonus episodes a month. I mean, come on, dude. There's nothing cheaper than that. You got to go for it. It is the best deal in podcasting for the most elite podcasters out there, by which I mean two guys who do kind of podcast. So if you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash coast to coast PM. Sign up for two bucks a month. Man, if you're feeling saucy, the real cool kids, five bucks a month. Toss us a couple bones, dude. Keep us running. But you know what? Regardless, I know you're living your life. You're busy. And that's cool, man. So if you don't got time to sign up for our Patreon, that's okay. You can keep mooching on the public feed. And we still love you no matter what. So we will be back every single Thursday. We don't miss a week. We haven't missed a week in a year and a half. And yeah, we've been doing this for a year and a half. I don't know why. We're still doing it though. And we love you. And we love that you're listening. And we're going to keep doing it until we die. All right. Or until we run out of coast episodes. But they've been going for 30 years. Four hours a night. I don't think we're ever going to run out. That's the best thing about coast, man. There's just more and more things to talk about with it. So, So support the show if you can. Otherwise, yo, check us out next week. This is Paul. I love you. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of your week. If you never listen to us again, have a great rest of your month. But also, if you never listen to us again, 
you done screwed up, buddy, because we got some good stuff coming down the pipe. I don't know if you heard, but it is about to be Spooktober. So get yourself jazzed. Spooktober coming up, all spooky, all the time, only here at Coast to Coast PM. And one last plug, patreon.com slash coast to coast PM. 